Hello, welcome to What's the Tea? He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Hit my theme music. It, it's only been five Go. seconds. Go. This <laughs> don't make no goddamn sense. We have been doing this podcast for 10 years. Ten years. That is crazy. Is that not insane to you? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. We this this show has been running with more episodes than Friends, <laughs> Steinfeld, and motherfucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia combined. This is our four hundred and twenty second episode and that is just regular episodes that does not include yeah that does not include like specialties and then any of our patreon content that's like 42 episodes a year that's kind of incredible that's (laughs) especially for our dog ass (laughs) we just be like randomly taking vacations and breaks and don't say shit that's like the motherfuckers like i put my pto request in from the tarmac This is the thing. If I regret one thing, I wish we would have done it in like seasonal episodic things, but nobody was really doing that. We could start that. We could do that now. Because I think like we struggle with the summer months, but I also don't want to be like just gone for three months at a time. I think that like the best thing that we should do. Syndication. Listen, the best thing we could do for ourselves and our listeners moving forward is to just be realistic. We don't want to be Delulu. I don't think that we're a weekly podcast. I think that we are a monthly podcast. And if we can make it on this motherfucker bi-weekly, we're doing really well. So for the next 10 years going forward, this is a monthly podcast. And if we give give you more, we gave you every more. Every other, other, other week. <laughs> Almost every week. <laughs> I well it's also too, I will say, you know, obviously, uh there's no really no need to be cagey about it because it's like a Googleable thing. But um, since I took that job in St. Louis, like that was hard. Yeah, it's, and, it's and, hard to record a weekly podcast when you're working from eight a.m. to one a.m. And to our day. credit, and to our credit, to our credit, we did a great job. We have lived across the country from each other. We've been half a world away from each other like when we started the podcast we would come over we would do it in my living room but by august i was in north carolina yeah 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 Yeah. when did you go to new york i officially moved in may oh i know this my my anniversary is may 1st of 2013 14 14. so like a year later so for the first year Basically, we were mm-hmm. podcasting from from California and North Carolina, and then mm-hmm. from North Carolina to New York City, and then from North Washington well, D.C. New York City, but also like in a suitcase because I was never home. Right, right. You've been wor- you've worked anywhere from Seattle to China to fucking when I was in Hawaii LA, on my Hawaii. trip. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, like, given the fact that we are not living in the same house or within driving distance from each other, for us to get on the mic once a month these days is incredible. So I think that we should be and going. And self-produced. 
so we're not Hello? calling into a studio and Hello? no one's making us do this. <laughs> Hello? If we had some sponsors, maybe we would be motivated to do this shit regularly. Like, if this was our job, of course. We would of course, I'm out for studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to ever say that I've, like, given up or whatever because this podcast is so wonderful for so many reasons. Um, we don't promote it. Oh, we don't promote it as well as we could. And that's mostly if I'm being honest because of me, um, because I'm keeping my identity uh, as secret as possible. And I don't promote the show on my Instagram. I don't want people from work to know about this show. This is my safe space. This is an outlet for me. So yeah, I'm I sure if- much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure if we pushed it a little harder, we could probably get some sponsorship. And I'm never giving up on somebody stumbling upon our podcast and being like, oh, this is incredible. We're signing you to this deal where I can quit my job. Like, I'm never giving out hope for that. But I'm sure. also not going to, like, pursue that because I mostly enjoy just doing this with you. However, yeah, you infrequently that may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love my job, so... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like uh uh our podcast cousins, uh the Stays Crunchy and Milk podcast, Skin Pod, they started the exact same week that we did. So they're also celebrating their 10th anniversary. That is crazy. And I guest starred, they're having a different guest uh every week. They've had Rod and Karen, me, Chris Lambert. Um I don't think their newest show is out yet, but they've had just a really great a few episodes just paying homage to some of their favorites and you know I love those guys so I'm on that I also one of my sororers is does a show called Afro Movie Review and I guessed on that as well a show dropped on my birthday which fucking I can't believe also just happened I turned 45 and I saw things. you yes and I saw Reggie um so yeah I think that like I'm very happy with a more relaxed schedule for the podcast. And I feel like just setting that boundary for us probably means we'll record every week for the next like three, four months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll fall off again. <laughs> like, the thing that, that I always find really remarkable about this whole shenanigans is that like, I don't think... I don't think you were you or I were ever really worried that we would fall out of touch when you right. move. But this was like we're going to set a time every week. Yeah. To talk knowing that we were already on back then Yahoo Messenger. Right. Every damn day just on company time completely acting the monkey. Yes. Um or should yes. I say a colon parentheses line parentheses. <laughs> um and and I, you know, I'm not really that, I'm not really the bitch to get sentimental, said me never. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but when I think about all of the ways in which I have, like, grown as a human over the last 10 years, like, I am so deeply grateful for this friendship. And, like, I really, as much as it's, as much as there is like legitimate critique of being online and all the like unseriousness and shenanigans of all of that, like when I sort of trace the lineage of, you know, Rod and Karen's podcast 
um, and and all of the like beautiful people who have come into our lives virtually and you know in real life in IRL, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's such a a beautiful gift, and mm-hmm. I can't believe that we're still doing. This. Me neither. Me neither. I was talking to my niece and her husband. They were here visiting, um, and she was like, "Are you like low key famous?" I'm like on the low, low, lowest, lowest, lowest of keys. I wouldn't even call it fame. It's just that I would say in probably every major city in this country, if I was there, there would probably be someone who listens to our show who would come and meet me for drinks. Which is crazy to say. Yeah, yeah. And that is huge for me. I I love the community that we have. Like, you know, like I said, 35% of all Black friendships began in the TBGWT chat room. And we are a product of that. And so many of the people that I'm cool with are from Rod and Karen. So we, we absolutely can never celebrate an anniversary without celebrating them. And like the now defunct cold slither podcast but like jamal was also very influential because we probably wouldn't have made it um past episode six and i'm questioning on whether or not that is your real name sir (laughs) formerly a classic materia like i just know everybody by their handles but i've like literally hung out with him and and his fiance, and I don't know why. What you all don't know, listener, is we just recorded an hour worth of podcast for the Patreon, and I don't know anyone's name today. I don't Truly, know what it is about today. I was trying to think of one of my favorite fucking drag queens, Juju B, and did not have her name. So couldn't couldn't charge it. charge it to my head, not my heart. Um, but just everybody, like you know. And uh, it's been a wild 10 years, and I'm very excited about what the next 10 are going to look like. Yeah, who knows? We, we might even be recording in the same city again. Who can, like, who, who can say? Maybe you all convince, Re- convince Reggie to go to video. I don't want to be a primarily oh, video. Oh, vi- child, you know. Come on now. Listen, I'm I don't want to pri- like who did it and what for. Don't do that. <laughs> Me too. And that's why I don't want to be a primarily visual media because I have friends who do a YouTube show and they are so lovely and they have to like get into makeup. And it's not like an event or whatever, but you want to look presentable on camera. Yeah. And I'm that girl. I come from the school of I have to have, I would have to be camera ready. So it would be very difficult to add that element on top of already. But I think I've guessed it on so many things where there was a YouTube thing that now I know that there's footage of me looking dusty. Shout out to Danny Foxworth, who also had me on his show at the plate, a baseball themed show. Um, He has another show called since we last spoke. I recommend, recommend those both highly. Um, And then also one last podcast recommendation before we move on. Um, I keep seeing clips. I kept seeing clips of these two white ladies complaining about everything. Um, And so I went and checked out their show. It's called I've Had It. And apparently they were on a Bravo show, like a real estate show in Oklahoma City. I don't remember it, but they are fucking hilarious. And you know, it had to pass the smell test, and I've listened of to course. at least 15, probably, episodes at this point, and they're great. They are fan-fucking-tastic. However, on a disappointing note, I don't know if I've said this before, but the two 
uh, dudes from the UK that everybody keeps putting their videos because they have like a funny bromance. I popped into their podcast. Black, and the, black ones? Yeah. The first, no. like, 20, the first 25 minutes of it was this really um, tasteless transphobic rant. Um, so unfortunately, I do not listen to their show any longer. I cut it off. That makes off. me so sad. Me too. It was well, a terrible bit. It was fucking awful. And then it was like not a bit and just gross. Well, it's also, I I think about the ways in which, because media has evolved so much over the last decade. To, yeah. Um, I'm not, which is crazy to say as a person who makes one, um, I'm not the biggest podcast listener. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and I kind of am, but just recently started listening to mainstream shows. Yeah, I'm. I mostly want to listen to music. Yeah, because I think my brain is already doing fifty billion things at once. I'm like, no, I have enough voices in my own head. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. But I, I do. I do love a lot of shows. I used. There are so many shows that I used to listen to on a regular basis um and yeah it, i i get scared because it's like on an hour-long show that's been on for so long you have no idea yeah. what crazy ass shit they're gonna say and you're like oh oh yeah. i liked you and oh now you're oh god damn it it's helped me though in my evolution because you know i'll cut a motherfucker off at the first disagreement you really it's will Especially, and I don't mean this in my personal life. I just mean like people that I consume their content. Um, But now that I've been listening to so many shows for so long, there are shows that I'll pop in and out of. Um, There are shows that I uh, will continue for the longest time and then like get a new phone or whatever and like forget that they're in the rotation and stumble upon them and be like, oh yes, I, you know, whatever. But there are a handful of shows that I listen to all the time. And like, that includes ours. Um, I, I listen to our show for several reasons. You really I, also do. Think, <laughs> I also think it makes me a better podcaster just to hear what we sound like to our audience and like mm-hmm. how we've evolved and whatever. Cause there's some stuff that I think that was a bit, I'm, I'm finding this to be true, not only about me, but of other podcasters of things that I like judged people about. That was probably just a bit. And in the 10 years that we've been doing this show, I feel like I've said stuff. It's like the Alicia Keys thing. That's a bit. In yeah, my yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of course. I hope y'all know I don't not care for that lady. I don't know that lady. You don't lose sleep over me. <laughs> yeah, I know. There are people that I do have a passionate fire against, and I hope that nothing good ever happens for them. But those are people who are like politicians and in charge of people's welfare and are fucking that up. Um, But like... You know, I get how out of context or even in context, some of that stuff doesn't feel like a bit. So I'm just trying to be a more like evolved person and see people as more of their whole selves and what they're offering me and not fall for the whatever the outrage of the day is. Well, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is that like because in the last 10 years, Twitter has gone from like a thing like a silly thing to like a you know a platform that thing take really deeply seriously um and because outrage is so profitable 
like you know what like I can think of I can think of thirty things that have been like the source of profound outrage and not and very few of them are are currently part of the zeitgeist like I I just I yeah. I yeah yeah speaking of um outrage uh oh oh no what happened now. <laughs> Um, fuck the athletics as a staff. Truly. A record label and a crew. Yeah. This is tough for me. Um, because it's hard for me to, I'm a sports fan who typically only watches my team. Occasionally, I will get Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Sorry. Are you saying that you are a person who spends your leisure, leisure time consuming things that are enjoyable to you? Yes. (laughs) Why would you do that? Progressive concept, I know. Um, That sounds crazy. But I know that there are some people who are bigger sports fans than I am. I'm typically a fan of my teams. I have been more literate about the MLB in the past couple of years because of my, like, social media leanings and group chats and stuff that I'm in. But typically I'm, like, not a person who is, like, I love this league you know Uh, i'm close to that with the nba because i do think it's a fun time um but for me i i love baseball um and i am a fan of the a's i don't typically watch a ton of baseball um unless it's the a's but then you do it on television too not just in person because you're down to go to a game but you'll sit down and watch a baseball game for like four hours but not like all the time like i don't always have baseball on or whatever but um, it is difficult for me to feel like I'm parting ways with my team mm-hmm. because a little bit has taken away some of my connection to the sport and the game of baseball. Because typically I will see the Nationals opening weekend at some point. Um, and my first baseball game I went to was the Yankees in in early May, which is a little late for me. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's that was fun um i actually bought and wore a yankees hat (laughs) my only condition was that i had to find it in an a's colorway that was the only way i would wear it and i did (laughs) um that felt fine to root for the yankees huh i was i put it on i put it on socials oh my goodness i know i know gross um I know, I know. Uh, It felt fine to root for the Yankees. It was just a day. It's not like I'm going to be fucking rooting for them, please. It was a bucket list situation. (laughs) I I went. Um, Just recently, a friend had tickets to the Nationals and the the Padres, which is there on my watch list for, you know, where I may put my fandom after I put it down for Oakland. But other than that, I haven't really done much baseball. Um, So the A's are moving to Vegas. I don't even know. They're fucking that up too. They're late on that. But why I'm particularly pissed off is this past week, they posted some renderings of the new stadium in, in Vegas on their Instagram. And all the fans were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like we don't, we don't give a fuck about that shit. None of us want you to go. It's a horrible move. And so I just basically came in there with the fucking thumbs down, like, 
boo like this is so ugly what the fuck tomato are you doing? Tomato, and, tomato 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 and then so like glenn kuyper had what i what i think is a very unfortunate slip of the tongue is that what's your, is that what's his name who who was the man that you was like oh no that's gabe kapler uh that's, glenn kuyper listen, that's very close <laughs> i'm coming down that street too that is very close uh uh glenn kuyper is a announcer for the A's. Oh, i've met yes, i've yes, met yes, him yes. um at when my friend hosted a scoring clinic like he seems a decent fellow he uh said something on air that sounded like something that you should never say on air when he was trying to say negro leagues um i heard it and i laughed oh. a lot because the first time I heard it, it, I did hear the hard R, but the more I listened to it, the more it just sounded like he ran those two words together and what came out was just real unfortunate. And it didn't help, I was talking to my brother about this, it didn't help that Dallas Braden, who is also a, a commentator for us, he looks like a rebel soldier um so the optics no, of Jesus. it yeah the optics of it were real unfortunate um he there was an investigation and they said as a result of the investigation he has since been fired i believe that what they're talking about is a similar instance happened a few years ago where he ran these two words together and the exact same thing came out typically i would be on his head if I saw this about some announcer that I didn't know, like, you see how casually he let that shit slip out? You could tell he do this all the time. You did. Yeah. I would have made all sorts of judgments about this person. But because this is a person that I've been listening to call baseball for a very long time, and not that I know him, um, but it just, it, it would be one of those instances where if I found out he was a card-carrying racist who like walked around saying the hard R all the time, I would be like, oh, wow, that's I, I didn't see that coming. But like, am I going to carry a banner for this white man? No. Do I think they should have fired him? Absolutely not. But they did. <laughs> that was like the couple, maybe it was four or five years ago when they were talking about Venus at the Australian Open and the guy was saying that Serving Bali was a guerrilla tactic. Ooh. But like, <laughs> but he obviously meant G U E R This is why closed captioning is everyone's friend because yeah. they yeah. got in his motherfucking ass, and he was like, "Wait, I did not call Venus Williams a gorilla. What are you talking yeah. about?" And it was interesting to be on the other side of this, right? Because I've seen people be like, he meant that shit. He did it. And I've done the exact same thing. Like something that I'm not super familiar with or what I like. I heard what I heard. And like just making value judgments about a person based off of six seconds of their life in which you have just discovered them. I do it all the time. Which so it taught me, me yeah. It taught me a, a very valuable lesson about the outrage culture. Well, I just, I, I, it makes me so frustrated because it's like, there are, let's call it 600 people who on any given day are like deeply deserving of like real outrage and mm -hmm. pressure. Mm -hmm. And ooh, let's call it, so 425 plus 100 plus 50, what is that? five something six something 
Yes, no, I, I don't know. Like 700 people who really deserve outrage. Well, not yeah. even outrage, but like attention yeah. every day. Everybody else, I'm kind of good on. Like, I, I think about, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to ex- give this man a fucking pass. But like, if we were as upset about when the looting starts, the shooting starts, as you were about nappy-headed hoes, then, because, like, the way I had never cared about the Clippers, ever, but was ready to whoop Don Imus' ass. When he called them girls nappy-headed hoes? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That wasn't about the Clippers. He was talking about... But no, he was the owner of the Clippers. Nah, that's Donald Sterling. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck Imus, is Don Imus? Don Don Imus was a radio talk show host. Yes, yes, yes. And he yes. fucking called a group of like High school, basketball players basketball players school? i think they were in high school i think they were college or maybe they were college he caught them Lord, let me not google this on my computer donald donald sterling is the owner was the owner of the los angeles what now, now what racist shit did he do he was the one talking about um the people like niggering it up at the basketball games <laughs> Yeah, get his ass out of there too. <laughs> no, no, they both had to go. Just they were two. We're talking about two different races. Uh, no, uh, he was talking about the Rutgers University. Yes, 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 yes. And so, and like, and, and <laughs> not, these, not jigaboos, Jesus. <laughs> in these situations, to me, like it is very evident. You spoke your heart. You said a racism. You, you needed you to lose your job. Out loud, yes. You did a racism out loud. You needed to lose your job. But again. I'm not carrying a banner for Glenn Kuyper. He will be fine if he can't get another job, which he probably will. If a cop can kill a person in cold blood and get another job. Like I said, Kuyper, 700 people to be seriously upset yeah. about the rest of this. Um, he could also retire. Like, is it unfortunate? Yeah. As a fan, do I agree that he should have been fired? No, but I don't, I, don't, I mean, sorry Yeah. to this man. But I'm not about to argue about it. And I'm, I'm not going back and forth over it. Like, just because it's my team doesn't mean that I automatically go up for him. I'm just saying I have a little bit more context. Yeah, I, I, I think that's also one of the things that my, like, I grew up obviously loving sports. I still have a very complicated relationship with the, with all of the, the three major team sports in America. But there's something different about being like a tennis fan you don't have yeah. to worry about owners and like team owners and and shit like that although you have tournament owners who say crazy ass things um so it is it is kind of different but yeah it's just like a lot of the outrage i feel is so not serious because yeah nothing really changes in november yeah yep yep anyway girl what's the tea Wait, so what did what did uh Glenn and Kaepernick say? What's what's the other one name? <laughs> Glenn and Kaepernick. I'm just writing that on down. Um Glenn 
Gabe Kapler. <laughs> Not even close. Even further away. Gabe Kapler. Okay. Sorry to that let man. That's that's, that's the name. Let Gabe. me tell you something. Citizens of T-Town. If there are any prayer royal, prayer warriors with under the sound of my voice. Are we bringing back the skeet based table? If any of you have a heart for prayer, <laughs> I need the prayer warriors to make an intercessory prayer. Get on to, your knees. To get on your knees and pray the spirit of Tamara out of me right now. Oh. I'm calling on you. It's almost June 12th. What that mean? What happened? Loving Day is right around the corner. Uh, why do you know when it is? If you make a Loving Day post, we are, cease to be friends. The Ew. friendship contract would be incinerated. No, I realized because the Supreme Court does all of like, that's the end of their session. So the day that Obergefell was decided was also in June. Mm. Obviously last year, Dobbs was released early, but that would have been a June decision. So they're mm -hmm. all in June. <laughs> Hold on to your butts, because loving <laughs> is next on the docket, girls. <laughs> you know as long as motherfucking, uh, what her name is. Clarence <laughs> Thomas? Thomas? Oh, you don't, you don't understand his level of coonery if you think he would not sell his own relationship up the river for Massa. <laughs> he's getting rid of what's you her name? Oh, he's not getting rid of her, but he knows that his marriage is protected. He don't give a fuck about y'all that's the power in, of his kingdom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ooh, the power of his kingdom is definitely the title of i don't my know if we book. could get that yeah i don't know if we could get that by the thing okay so glenn kuyper yes gabe cap <laughs> now you got me confused about the shit is the is is the physical representation of satan in my life because he is a a Caucasian uh, persuasion. <laughs> he is not that that is bad. It's just I don't. I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, Kapler, Gabe Kapler. He is also the manager of the San Francisco Giants. Which oh my God! Just, you did not tell me that part. Yeah, it's. I am the most ashamed about that part. This man has taken you over the mountain and through the woods. Baby, listen, I am Aida. <laughs> All I have to do is pretend I never knew him. Listen. On those listen. very rare occasions <laughs> where he steals into my heart. Listen. Better to have lost him. Well, come on. <laughs> when the tides were barely binding. Listen, come on, come on. Until I see the faces. Listen. <laughs> I'm not trying to turn my back on my nation. <laughs> it is as easy as a life. I'm in a conundrum, girl. <laughs> Complicated <Nobody>. lives. <laughs> oh, no, elaborate lives. That's what it's called. We all lead elaborate lives. Listen, y'all not praying for me. That, we need to do that show again with actual black people. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. Um, he's so fine. Every time he posts something on Instagram, I'm like, oh my God. Is your and then, 
for you page just about to be a bunch no of oh god i don't i don't like i don't i don't like and then you gonna send me something with him in a um with a baldy with no beard i was like you think this is gonna sway me <laughs> like i'm too far gone it doesn't matter anymore oh, this is no. so unimportant to the fact that i am lusting after the giants manager yeah that's 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 actually a bigger shock to me than his than his ethnicity. <laughs> Deny to thy father too. and forget thy name. Listen, listen. Or if not, be but sworn, my love, and I will no longer root for the athletics. <laughs> but I'm never. I will never. I know you're not supposed to say never, but I will never, <laughs> never. You can say never. Root for the fucking San Francisco baseball giants. It's not happening. Yes, yes. Even though some of your closest friends. That's fine. They don't always have the best decision making. We all join together during (sighs) basketball season because baseball season and football season, it's a fuck no. But all of us can agree, (laughs) except for Charmaine, once the basketball begins. Yes, yeah. That's her birthright. I'm not mad at that. It's great to have nuance and disagreement and diversity exactly. of thought exactly. among your friend groups. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what's the tea? Um, so I recently discovered a television show that I have seen advertisements for, like for the last I time really just it ends. Is a flat know. circle. <laughs> okay, Kyrie. Um <laughs> But like, you know, I I was doing different shit during the pandemic and I'm a workaholic. And so I don't be always up on the new shit everybody watching. Have you ever seen the other two? No. And I don't know why I'm avoiding it. (laughs) Not your voice coming up. (laughs) Every time I see it, I'm like, why don't I want to watch this? I understand. Yeah. Um... It is really funny. It, it's, I, I also discovered, like, I'm not the best. Like, I don't, I've been deeply interrogating this trend of, like, anti-hero shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, Succession and, um, with which just ended yesterday. Like, a really, it's a, it's a, it's a arresting television series, like really well made. It's stressful as fuck. Congratulations to all the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like anti-hero TV shows sort of stress me out. I don't know yeah. why. Um, I and- think it's because people ain't shit. And they <laughs> either want to look down on someone who yeah. is more ain't shit than them, or they want to be able to like, critique behavior and feel unattached to it when it's Mm -hmm. really so very similar to their own behavior i think so yeah and and i i appreciate that the other two is a show because i think that one of the things that's really in this white people but who just a lot of white people and molly shannon she's white I know, but a white person whose name I knew before I went. Oh, okay. It was like just to be clear. <laughs> no, the, the the premise is like this child TikToker, YouTuber, whatever, 
becomes a Justin Bieber-esque global superstar. And he has two older siblings who are living in New York and like are actual performers. Um, and they become the other two, essentially. Oh, oh, that sounds um, interesting. They're also much older than him. Mm -hmm. so he's like 12 and they're like in their 30s. Oh, wow. Oh, um, wow. What network is this streaming? Or what it is it started on Comedy Central and now it's on Max. That bragging. Oh, I have to, I have <laughs> to log into that shit. I feel that. Girl. Um, Tiny Beautiful Things. Uh-huh. It's Hulu. It is um, Catherine. Han? Yes. Michael? Han. Han. I'm talking Han. Okay. <laughs> I was like. It was very difficult for me to watch for several reasons wasn't that a play was, i think so or a book um i get confused all these motherfucking adaptations yeah. jesus which is why it grates on my fucking nerves when everybody was always complaining about stuff being a remake like everything is a remake there were movies came out 30 years ago that you probably don't even know are fucking remakes like Correct. the office your beloved the office is a remake yes it is um but i think that it is so well done it is so beautifully acted it's so perfectly written that i got through the struggling nature of the subject matter mm -hmm. and it really was so heartbreaking in the most beautiful way really yeah i highly recommend it okay but the challenge for me if i can be totally transparent um there is an interracial relationship at the, oh, at, the Lord. at the head of the show and they are it's very tenuous and they are having a lot of difficulty and it was a struggle for me to watch mm -hmm. that dynamic play out in a difficult situation where people uh, what, aren't saying the kindest things to each other. Okay. I was like, what was the most difficult about it? Just like a white lady yelling at a black man. It yeah. was triggering for me. That's real. And yelling in a way that like, because they were in a marriage, <laughs> it, you know, it was difficult for me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hard. I mean, I think, and there's a mother-daughter thing that was really difficult for me, too, like, because her daughter is black. And they write it in. They, they, they lean into it. They don't, they don't run from it. I, I think that's the other thing, too, is, like, because I'm in therapy, I'm very um, careful about the shit that I watch. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't watch everything. That's going to aggravate my spirit. I don't. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just hit play. But you recommend it? Yeah, very much so. Okay. Yeah. Um. Did you see any plays when you were here, while you were in New York? No. I will this next time. Okay. I was like, that's a first. Well, no, because I was on a family trip. You're right. And it was short. They went to see Hamilton the night that we went to the Yankees. Oh, well, that's, yeah. And I like... No, I, you know, obviously I love Hamilton. I've already seen it. Yeah, it's so weird to think, you know, there's a there's a threshold at which 
a, a show on Broadway becomes like an amusement park attraction. You Which know? is what it is now. Yeah. Yes. By year three, it's like, okay. Yeah. Which, you know, hey. Uh, yeah. Voicemail? Sure. We have one? Two. I think they're from the same person. Oh, that's what happens when you take three months off from recording. Um, I was about to play myself and you Don't by playing this on my computer. You knew when that I know wasn't going to go well. Good and goddamn, goddamn well. well. <laughs> Good and. <laughs> That I don't want to be sitting in here splicing audio. Good and. Trying to get this show out. Yeah. So let me not play myself or you. The first one is short. Um, but I think they called back. But I'm gonna play it anyway. Hey, Jude and Reggie. This is Jada. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I was like, what just happened? Okay. <laughs> Jada. Hey, Jada. What's Hi. that? It's been a long time. Let me get the rest of the message. Thank you for calling back. Hi, Jen Reggie. Sorry uh, for earlier. I got a call for work. <laughs> this is Jada. Let me tell you how quickly I caught a stray from in June in that I am a 34-year-old woman with progressive lenses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't take offense, but yes, only reason why I got them is because it's just hella convenient because when I was, um, before the pandemic, I was mostly wear contacts. And then I think just now, because I work home, from home, it's just so much easier just to slap them glasses on. And I really got a great routine of doing hour-long walks with my dog in the morning. So mm. it just has worked out for my lifestyle currently of not having to worry about prescription sunglasses and just, you know, my regular glasses are sunglasses now. But you are so right. I've also had those same feelings of why is, you know, why is, vision and dental separate insurances and usually the coverage is not as great as it helps um tell me why like yeah when i got my last pair of glasses in it i think i got like the blue tint protection the progressive thing and all that i was a white man me with the Love the show, guys, as always. 
uh, I got a stray <laughs> this last episode, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, I always love hearing from you guys. Um, all right, and so I'll talk to you later. Bye. Jada, so good to hear from you. I'm glad that you're out there and you're well. I don't think it was a stray because I I took the first hit. (laughs) 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 But I feel you. And and when I was listening back to that episode, I realized that we were crossing terms. So transition lenses are the ones that change from uh, clear to sunglasses. Yes. And progressives are the bifocal situation, I think. Oh. I think oh. that's what I, the difference. So I uh, called the optometrist's office because I was like, I cannot pay this much motherfucking money. Like the next day, the next <laughs> business day. Why you cussing out the lady that work at the front desk at the Baby, the next business optometrist. day. I said, listen, I have a bunch of financial obligations coming up and I really can't spend this money right now. Have Has the glasses been sent to the lab? Like, can we stop this order? And she, you know, I appreciate the performance um she said hold on let me go talk to my manager she comes back she said we're gonna call the lab i'm like okay okay they called me back in like five minutes and she was like uh yeah this is the manager and um i called the lab and they already started your order i was like okay why take a whole week to um run me my glasses if the order had already started what and of course i was out of town when they came that's crazy so I appreciate you all. Everybody sent me their um, glasses sites. And like, trust me, I've bought glasses from all of the cheap sites. I had my information stolen when like two of them got hacked or whatever. And so I, in the past, I have done that and I still found it to be too expensive. Like it's still yeah. for me going to be over $100 for like a throwaway pair of glasses, even if I, when I get the progressive. So I got my glasses. I'm still very stubborn and don't wear them as much as I should. I go, I'm so um, happy to hear that Jada goes on her walks in the morning. I do mine in the evening while the weather is still moderate, but I just, I don't bring my glass. I just can't see. I'm just out here, like fuzzy and blurry in the world. Just wandering around in the right. wilderness like a, like an Israelite. <laughs> the only time I absolutely wear my glasses is when I'm driving. There's, there's no exception there. Yes, yes, yes. You are yeah. always always so fastidious about yeah, driving because i can't buses. see <laughs> it's and not about fastidious are crazy yeah motors. they cannot drive here yeah all right hey boo um nothing oh yeah yeah hey boo um well it's been a while it's been a while it didn't uh didn't work out the way i wanted it to for either um, of of the teams. But uh I'm gonna give my hey boo this week to Keisha Lance Bottoms. Why? The former mayor of Atlanta. Why? Because when Miami lost to that other basketball team at the mm-hmm. last second, she tweeted that Ron DeSantis, God don't like ugly. <gasps> oh my god. And I someone sent that to me in, in my like tennis group chat. And I immediately was like, this can't be, this is not real. And yeah. And it former was. mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms said, God don't like ugly. I have been, first y'all was thirsting after uh, Sarah Snook. Then y'all was rooting for the Celtics. 
I don't understand what we are. We are straying so far from God's plan. And now everybody's salivating over Nikola Jokic. He don't have no swag. Do I need to pray the spirit of Tamara off of y'all? Okay, so don't point that over here because I don't even know who that man is. He just has no swag. And I understand that basketball, you know, like... This man? Yeah, he's... It's dudes. It's all the basketball... Uh, it's not about angle. speed. It's all the basketball dudes talking about how he the, the great... The MVP, he the GOAT. And his game is like... I don't know. I can't watch him. I'm like, this this y'all king? This him? It's not. Yes. It's, it can't be skeet based. No, I'm talking about the, the straights. This they oh. king now. Uh, okay. And and since when did the straights started saying I'm him? What or like the him. They're, they're, that's how they that's how they crown their queen now. They'd be like, oh, he's him. I'm him is and that's very confusing to me. I I just love Well, here here's here's what I will say. As 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 June approaches, June yes. will soon be busting out all over. It's my first Pride month being like in club gay officially outwardly. <laughs> um I'm sorry you can't go to Target anymore. No, I went to the Target in my neighborhood and they still have Pride items. Okay, that's good. Charmaine I, said I, they have them at hers too. I I just think it's funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think it's suspicious. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little sweet. How? Mine. Oh, not sus. <laughs> not sus and sweet, girl. Next, you're going to be calling somebody a punk. And I'm going to have to quit the show. <laughs> ah! And, and also, straight men calling somebody sassy. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate I appreciate the ways in which queer culture has been at the bleeding edge of culture. I also appreciate now because like people are in therapy, there are, there are straight men in my life that I know, like in my real life, um, who I really can depend on as like not being actively homophobic currently knowing that like everybody's grown and like whatever and 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 all of that but i i just it's so weird it's still weird right i was at a i was at a homosexual watering hole last weekend and saw more straight women than homosexuals and i just am like it's this is is i feel like i don't know my gay friends Y'all, my gay friends, y'all don't take me to the like, this is where we take our straight friends. Like, y'all take me to the porn on the TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That is, like, y'all, y'all put me in it. <laughs> y'all put me in it. I, when I go in, I'm like, oh, I'm a guest here. <laughs> you are a guest. No, there's, there's, I remember that I, I went to this, um, dive, this dive, and it's always the dive bars. Those are the ones you need to be suspicious of because they always, they're like, the, whatever bleach they sell oh that my God. they use at dive bars like there's cum in the bleach like why does it smell like semen it don't this ain't it yeah but i went to a dive bar in seattle at three o'clock in the afternoon because i was like whatever they had a happy hour on a pool table just like 
dicks on the TV. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it's the afternoon. Yeah, y'all don't take me to the shiny um, bachelorettes overrun these spots. Y'all take me, like, the only place that y'all have to forbade the, me to, the to dick go. Dungeon. Yeah, y'all have forbade me to go to one place, and that is the cock. And I yeah, feel like I'm good. I have no curiosity. If y'all say I can't go, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, no, 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 no. I almost got lost in that place. <laughs> yeah, I, no. no, that's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, Disneyland for straight women, like a bunch of men that are very attractive and aren't going to be interested in them whatsoever or harass them, but then they get there yeah, and they want to be. you got grabbed at a gay bar. Every time I have been to a gay establishment, with the exception of the last time you and I went somewhere, somebody touches me. And I'm like, because what? Last night, me and um, this wonderful person. (laughs) I was like, somebody. Somebody were exchanging eyeballs in the gay bar just last night. I'm like, hi. Yeah. And I'm a little bit more gayer than I was the last time I was frequenting the gay establishments. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I I, I just always think in general, hands to yourself yeah. without express consent is yeah. always just a good fucking idea. Amen to that. I don't have an official hey boo, um, but I would like to do a special shout out in this segment where we are shouting things out. I'm happy to do that. To the ultimatum, uh, queer love season. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that's. Um, I've watched all the available episodes. I can only sum it up in this very eloquently written tweet: the lesbians are lesbian, lesbianing in a very lesbiany way on this show. It is mess. It is drama. It is suspense. There is comedy, baby. The lesbians understood the motherfucking assignment. They if did. If you have not partaken of the ultimatum, the queer love season, go right now. Pa- stop okay. the show. We almost done. But go right the fuck now. Go right now and tell me everything you hate about Vanessa. Lego. Okay. I'm going in. Yes, please uh, go immediately. When we record our next episode in February of we will have We will have thoughts. All of the episodes will probably be out by the next time we turn this motherfucking microphone on. Um, I can't. I can't wait. It is. I'm not going to oversell it because to me it sells itself. But when you get a whiff of Vanessa's particular brand of bullshit, text my telephone device. Okay. Because <laughs> it happens almost immediately. Well, you know, when you t- was talking about Applehead, the original Jenna, Child. it took me 3.2 <laughs> seconds and I was like, this Applehead ass. Right, right, exactly. Oh, Applehead ass Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I can see that Lord, um uh Twitter, oh god, it's been such a hellscape. It has been such a hellscape. It's been so difficult to even like enjoy. Um and I know this sesh, this section is usually for the like yuck yucks. Um but I am particularly alarmed about the direction of the country that we live in, like they're banning books. Correct. Books. Teachers are being fired for teaching history. Correct. Gay people are being put in jail for 
performing drag and not even to children because that's supposed to be their gripe but just like in general there are full drag bans in certain states in this united states in the year 2023 trans people are under attack they have passed laws uh stopping gender affirming care not just for children but for adults also the whole thing in florida about people being able to like take people's children is is crazy what truly crazy country friend is this is this one this is crazy and so i'm falling in line um with the other straight presenting people uh our assignment has been given to us which is less love is love this pride month and more trans people are are being eradicated correct pick your pick your outrage up for that purpose correct um so in that spirit i say Ron DeSantis, you ugly bitch. Correct. Why isn't anyone talking about the fact that one of his staunchest allies had died by suicide because all of his sexual misconduct had been uncovered? I mean, uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. A pedophile groomer. And how these people running up in Target, acting a fool, a one person, one woman got Amanda Gorman's poem banned and they can't ban a gun. I mean, the, the, the fact and. (sighs) Language is fluid. Sure. And, you know, Context is always necessary and context is always important. The fact that a word used by a black person, and and it, you can argue that music is for everybody. Music oh is- Oh God, don't argue that motherfucking shit with me. If I can jump over F words in a strange loop, you can jump over the N word, girl. Oh, well, yes. But I also am talking about a word that was used by both Beyonce and Lizzo. Oh God. In, in yeah. a way like that is like has been documented that that word has not ever been used as a pejorative in black culture. We didn't but, even know. But now that people know, they are correct. trying to do better. Correct, correct, correct. But I, I, I find the lack of rigorous examination around like offense and outrage and these words like harm and all of that, like I just find it so unserious. Mm-hmm. And it makes me very scared when we elect idiots because like mm-hmm. idiots make laws mm-hmm. and now we're going to be fucked because, like, because you got your feelings hurt. Literally. And I use this word in its truest meaning. Literally every week, another pastor or lawmaker is found to have been a pedophile. Correct. And not one drag queen. Not one. Not one drag queen has killed a child. Not one drag queen has, yeah, 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 yeah. Now some drag queens might make some ugly ass outfits that have unconventional materials that they might deserve in Jail, jail. I love you, Miss Kasha Davis, but that but you- the penitentiary. You need to do a girl. Girl, in the special drag jail. Off you go to Tuckahoe. 
Get those nuts out of my face. <laughs> and take that costume with you, girl. <laughs> but um, like, yes. there are actual crimes being committed. Yes. And what I, what I find, if I didn't think it was funny, I would be in such a rage. I couldn't get out of bed every day. Yeah. Is that everything they accuse queer people of are things that they literally get convicted of doing. Every accusation is a confession. I'm I'm so tired. And these people coming after Budweiser, they made one can, one can with Dylan's face on it and sent it to her. Budweiser has been advertising to the gay community for 35 fucking years. Like, go to any gay bar, you will see the posters with, with men in Speedos touching other men's. Because you know what Budweiser wants? That money. Money. Um, so my hey boo is really a call to everybody. If you are going to jump in on the outrage machine, try to use some of your privilege to be outraged about people being eradicated. Like they just don't want, and like the this intra community arguing about whether or not kink and, and, and polyamory belong at pride. Why are we doing this? Pride is for everybody. As long as the cishets come up in there and mind their motherfucking business and stay in their lane, pride is for everyone. Let us let us do all of this discourse uh, about them trying to outlaw being trans and being gay. Well, I think I, the, the thing for me that feels really important is that we should always be mindful that pride the the first pride was a riot was a, pro, a, a protest yes mm-hmm. started by trans people of color hello who hello. have watched every other group in the alphabet mafia one of whom was not monogamous correct but but in a serious way watched nearly every group in the lgbti lgbtqia plus community receive way more rights way more social mobility, way more stability and security than them. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there is a trans elected official who Mm -hmm. was did not like who had her was not allowed to speak. Like it is is crazy is is crazy. And so let us not get lost in the booty shorts and crop tops and shaking ass that like really Pride Month is November, and it's the second November. It's the second Tuesday in November. Yes, amen. that's Black History Month. That's Pride Month. That's Women's History yes. Month. That's amen. AAPI History and Culture Month. Let's not get so wrapped up in the motherfucking celebration and the in the parade and the good weather and the free drinks and the free swag yes. that we keep electing these people and we and we make it okay for people to legislate our eradication. I'm amen. not with it. Amen. But I will be seeing Mariah Carey at Pride in LA. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yes, faster. Well, on that note, thank you all for reaching out on my birthday. Thank you um, for all who will be reaching out to congratulate us on 10 years in the podcast game. Uh, I'm still accepting gifts until the end of Gemini season. So if you need the Amazon wish list, I'm happy to give it to you. And right um, after Gemini season is cancer season, baby. So open up, open up your pocketbooks. Open up your wallet, your pocketbook. <laughs> you feel so inclined. Anyway, this has been great. Um, 
Reginald's. I would say I miss you, but I talk to you all the time. All the time. So. Uh, I will be where you live in a couple of weeks, so I'll text you the details on that. And I will <laughs> but, not. So oh, great. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> fun. Fantastic. Uh, go ahead. This is the day that the Lord has made. But it's not the day. Ron DeSantis, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Gregory Abbott, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Rick Scott. Oh, ugly ass. Daniel Cameron. Uh, Raphael Cruz. Uh, uh, what is his name? Marco Rubio. Kevin McCarthy. It's not the day for you to try it. Bye. 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 <laughs>